Butterfly is escape. Because this is a war. It's a fight, it's a battle. Fond memories of the flicks, male bravado in the boxing ring and Isabelle Huppert in a dark thriller. That's all coming up in our film show today. And critic Emma Jones joins me in the studio to take us through it all. Hi, Emma. Hello. Now, we're starting with director Sam Mendes' latest release. It's called Empire of Light. It stars Olivia Colman, which should be a winning formula. Yep. But it has been slightly overlooked by the award ceremonies. What did you think of it? Yes, I think it was designed for award season and it was certainly made in the hope of getting prizes, but it has had a really quite mixed reaction from critics so far and it's only up for one Oscar for Best Cinematography for Roger Deakins. But I am here to tell you that Empire of Light is a fabulous, underrated film and if you like Olivia Colman, if you like the cinema or even if you like British seaside resorts of the early 1980s, then this film is definitely for you. So it is set in a cinema in the southeast of England in 1981. It was filmed around Margate in Kent. And because of that cinema aspect, a lot of reviewers have categorised it as a film like The Fablemans, a movie made by a great director attempting to remind audiences of the magic of the big screen. Those famous love letters to <laughs> yeah. cinema. Well, let's take a look yeah. at the film and hear from Sam Mendes about his slight nostalgia nostalgia for the way films used to be shown. You do have people you can talk to, friends. Why don't you pop into the office for a quick drink? Stop. Why? Who's this hurting? Well, your wife for one. Morning all. Stephen here will be replacing Trevor. Hello. This whole place is for people who want to escape. People who don't belong anywhere else. It really was beautiful. Yes, it is. It's a celebration of the people there, the atmosphere, you know, the projectionist, the act of bestowing a film on, on somebody, giving it to them, um, which even now, even if you go to the cinema, it's still that doesn't happen anymore. So this is not yeah. only a film about cinema, Emma. No, it's really not. This is a film about a lonely woman called Hilary, played by Olivia Colman, and her struggles and her recovery from mental illness. And she's helped in that by a friendship she forms at the cinema with a younger man called Stephen. He's played fabulously by British-Jamaican actor Michael Ward. You've also got Colin Firth and Toby Jones as part of a solid supporting cast there as well. And the character of Hilary is actually based upon Sam Mendes' mum, Valerie, a single novel was a single mother, a novelist, and she also struggled with mental illness. So this was a real um, personal film for him. And Olivia Colman, as usual, gives a stunning performance as a woman who learns to live and love again through this friendship. Sounds great. Well, now mm. to the third instalment of the Creed movies. It's back to the boxing ring for Michael B. Jordan, who's acting and directing this time. Let's mm. take a look. No friends in the industry. I had to draw the line between my brothers and my enemies. Okay. Don't let him destroy everything you've built. Everything we've built. You are there boxing. I need you to start fighting. So we're used to seeing Michael B. Jordan on screen like yeah. that in Black Panther, for example. But 
How did he do behind the camera? It's a really impressive directing debut, have to say that. I think it possibly helps that Ryan Coogler, also of Black Panther fame, and who he co-wrote and produced this one, he also directed the first two. And this may be the third instalment of this franchise, which is in itself a spin-off of Rocky, but it's not lacklustre at all. Although I should say for Sylvester Stallone fans, he is not in this movie. And the official reason he's given for this is this is a very personal film about Creed and his family, and that character doesn't fit in the film. So we meet Creed, uh, now he's retired from boxing. He lives an opulent celebrity lifestyle in LA with his wife Bianca, played by Tessa Thompson, and his daughter. And then into his life comes an old friend, called Damien Dame Anderson, who's just gone out of prison uh, after 18 years serving for an incident that Creed was actually involved in. Now, Dame, who's played by Jonathan Majors, tells him that all he wants is one more shot at boxing. But what is the betting? <laughs> if that happens, they're going to end up facing each other in the ring. Suspense. Well, you mentioned <laughs> that this is the third movie. And at the recent premiere of the film in Los Angeles, Michael B. Jordan said he's still very invested in the character and Creed still has a way to go. I don't know how long or whatever that is, but I'm really interested in this character and his family. And I think we've uh, we built characters that people are interested in, they're invested in, and they want to see what happens to them. So as I build out the Creedverse, you know, and whatever that becomes, uh, you'll see more of Adonis for sure. Mm. This is great mainstream entertainment. It's, it's really good. The boxing scenes are as innovative as, as ever. Michael B. Jordan is magnetic in front of the camera as well. But special mention to Jonathan Majors. He's a rising A-lister. He's already in the Ant-Man movies out at the moment. And he's just this great, brooding, powerful presence okay. in the film. One to watch then. Yeah. Now, it's award seasons here in France mm -hmm. as well. And we've seen the best of French cinema crowned at Les César. Any standout wins to flag up there? Yes, I think it's got to be The Night of the Twelfth by Dominic Moll that, that got six out of ten nominations on the night, including for Best Director and for Best Film. And it is unfortunately based on the true story of an unsolved murder of a young woman. Um, and accepting the award, one of the, the movie's female producers uh, denounced violence against women. But she also did say that the male perspective of the movie, it is made by a man, you know, really mattered. Mm, indeed, uh, Dominic Moore said that making the film was for them an attempt to listen to what women have to say on that subject. The whole Me Too movement makes us necessarily more attentive and more sensitive to these questions. I'm not sure we would have made the same film ten years ago. We didn't want to make a film with an agenda, but rather to question certain things. We wanted to listen to what women have to say about this violence. Now, talking of the male perspective, there has been controversy because, of course, this year um, there were no female nominees in the Best Director category, just like in the Oscars mm. in the in the US at the moment. And that is quite surprising given the success of a film like Saint-Omer, for example, by Alice Diop, which was France's entry into the Oscars this year, although Alice did win Best First Film. Uh, other major winners were Virginie Afira for Revoir Paris or Paris Memories. She got 
Best Actress, and Benoit Magimel got Best Actor for Pacification. And the guest of honour on the night, well, that was Brad Pitt. Yay. It was indeed. So he was presenting an honorary award to the legendary filmmaker, David Fincher. Oh, a bit of A-list uh, <laughs> yeah. glam there. Well, a quick look back now at the Berlinale, uh, the German film festival wrapped at the weekend. And uh, the top prize went to French director Nicolas Philibert's On the Adamant, a documentary about a floating daycare centre for people with mm. psychiatric problems on the Seine in Paris. Now, Emma, this is the second big documentary win after yeah. the prize, uh, the Golden Lion, for all the beauty and the bloodshed of Venice last year. Yeah, Tell us a bit more about Philibert's latest prize. Well, Philibert already has form because he won the Palme d'Or for Etre Avoir um, nearly 20 years ago. And this film, like all his other films, it's not a sensationalist, you know, made, made especially for documentary. It's, he's a master of observation. So it's a pure documentary, very much so, very much in his style. But clearly the, the jury loved it. And it should be said it was a great time for France at the Berlinale because Philippe Garel's Le Grand Chariot, well, that got a runners-up prize as well. Well, so great for France this Bravo year. France. Well, mm. indeed. Well, we're finishing with a French film, mm. a dark workplace thriller starring Isabelle Huppert. This is called La Syndicaliste in French, which would translate to The Union Rep mm. or The Sitting Dark mm. in its English title. Tell us more. Yes, uh, this film by Jean-Paul Salomi is extraordinary because it's based on a true story and it's adapted from a book by Caroline Michelle Aguirre. So Isabelle Huppert plays a union representative who is attacked in a really horrifying manner in her own home um, during the course of her investigation into some shady dealing within French industry. And she was later accused of faking her own rape. So quite an extraordinary story. Isabelle Huppert is the centre of attraction here as Maureen, a tough-talking union rep who's equally at home moving in the circles, top political circles in France. Um, whether it's within her own industry, though, or being investigated by the police, I think the significant thing about this movie is that Maureen is clearly the victim of misogyny. And Isabelle Huppert says the point of the film is the attack isn't perhaps the worst thing that happens to this character in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, there are Isabelle two Huppert. tragedies to the story. There is the attack, and right after the attack, she is met with suspicion, this theory that she might have made it all up. What I found interesting was to try and make the truth sound as credible as the lie. So it's Isabelle Huppert who makes this film really worth seeing. She is marvellous in this. She, it's one of her best roles, and it really just goes to show what happens when an, an actor as powerful as Huppert takes on a film like this. Wow, sounds fascinating. Mm. Well, thanks for that roundup this week, Emma. We'll leave you with a look at La Syndicaliste. Remember, there's more movie news on our website and on our social media channels too. There's more news coming up on France 24 just after this. À part vos empreintes et celles de vos proches, on n'a rien trouvé. Mais j'étais violée. Vous pensez qu'elle pourrait avoir tout inventé Moi, des agressions sans trace d'agresseur, j'en connais pas. Et la cicatrice, alors, qui me l'a faite C'est le même que votre scotch. Je n'y crois pas à la version de votre femme. Arrêtez de dire mon scotch. Je n'arrêterai pas tant que j'aurai pas leur peau. T'es vraiment devenu obsessionnel. C'est chiant, la longue. Vous êtes toute seule. 